What the fuck is up, duelists? Hello and welcome to Pod of Greed, the only official KyberCorp sponsored dealing podcast uh, on uh, the internet. Hi, I'm Sarah, uh, aka the real pussy in the sarcophagus was Pharaoh all along. God damn it. Sorry, am I stealing your valor, Audrey? Uh, it, it's not my aka, but. I, there were a lot of pussy in the sarcophagus jokes that I put down in this uh, for this episode. I'm Dan, aka Dr. Lyman Yonner. <laughs> uh, I'm Argyle, and you need a podcasting microphone while I get stuck with whatever the fuck it is I'm talking into? <laughs> and I'm Audrey, aka the one constant in all your failed relationships, that cursed Egyptian amulet. Why do you even have that? <laughs> oh, of course, of course, of course. Um, folks, uh, these were some episodes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. These sure were episodes. They weren't as good as last time, but honestly, I I don't I don't really expect that out of Anything a, like, tough act to follow. comes from the sheer high of experiencing Manjo My Thunder, the Chaz, um, it's, it's gonna drop us somewhere, and it dropped us into, like, a dark pit. Um, literally, not like content-wise. It could have been a lot worse. For every uh, look, every time you chaz it up, there there is an equal and opposite chaz you have to down. Okay. <laughs> we chazed it down. What? What? Anything that chazes up must then chaz down. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the all chazing has an equal and opposite. Um, Re- Rechazing. Mm, we'll we, yeah, we tried. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we tried. We'll, yeah, we'll go there. We'll go there. We'll go there. Um, yeah, there were some interesting things. I big fan of sort of Catboy's uh, developing role in these episodes. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of a mysterious, shadowy sort of guy. He seems kind of ominous. Yeah. Do, do we want to just start talking about it? Yeah, let's get into yeah. it. The, the, the episode 27, <laughs> I love that the fact there's a, the extracurricular class is a dark duel? Yeah, Uh-oh. very very isekai title for us, this yeah, episode, that, these two episodes. Uh, we, we get episode 26, Grave Risk, part one. Uh, actually, 27. One. So, just very quickly before we dive into these 27, episodes. 27, my bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, before we dive into these episodes, I actually have a note about like the ending of the last episode that I just want to touch on really, really quickly. Yeah, sure. Um, so at the end of episode 26, there is this Miss Dual Academia thing where Tome comes, Tome-san comes out and gives uh, the uh, principal a kiss. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. in the manga, uh, there is actually a really significant arc uh, about Miss Dual Academia, which is a annual students competition, and it has been won for two years in a row. This would be her three year by a girl named Seika Konohara, who is like the only other notable woman in the entire series in the manga, as far as I can tell. She's a manga only character. But she continues to come up after this, and there's this tension. Basically, Asuka also gets nominated for Miss Dual Academia, even though she really doesn't want to. She's like, I'm not here to participate in beauty pageants. I'm here to duel. I have no interest in this. 
but she mm-hmm. ends up getting the second most votes, and it all comes down to the last person who ha- forgot to vote, who is Judai. Oh my to god! Break, to break the duel, and okay. so <laughs> forgot to vote. originally, like Seika's like, "All right, Judai, I'm gonna duel you." To and if I win, you vote for me, and I become Miss Duel Academia. And Oscar's like, "No, actually, Judai, I'm gonna duel you, and if you win, you vote for Seika, and if I win, I get to drop out of this competition entirely because I <laughs> oh don't want to do because I don't want to do this. That's really good, actually. It's really, it's really, really good. And Seika's like, and Oscar's like, "Do you have an issue with this?" And Seika's like, "Hell no. Either way, I win." So they they end up dueling, and uh, Judai does end up winning. But Seika Seika looks at this, and Oscar does like a really really good job, an incredibly solid job. And Seika looks at it, and she's like, "No, Judai, vote for Oscar." And Oscar's no. like, "God damn it!" <laughs> um, uh, but once again, he asking. Oscar's like Oscar's is recognized as Miss Duel Academia, who is the combination of both dueling prowess and like beauty and grace or whatever. Miss United States. Um, she's beauty. She's grace. She'll deal you in the. This face. duelist has a funny yeah. face. It's very. It's a very fun arc. But most importantly, I wanted to talk about Seika because she does continue to come up. She also her name is Seika, and she uses a snake deck. Oh, so all of her, all of her cards Steak. are snake. It's cool. I really like her. That's just a tiny aside. Okay, let's go into the episodes. Thank you for all indulging right. me. Let's nice. go. Yeah. Respect uh, Seika. Yeah, we love yeah. Seika. Yeah, I'm, I'm stunning. Cyrus gets up in the middle of the night. Uh, he's having a bit of a tummy trouble. Uh, on his way down, he sees Doctor Banner on a computer. And someone's delivering an ominous message to him. That's the last time I mixed chili sauce and ice cream. <laughs> God. That's, that's what he says. Okay, so I... The the episode opens, show gets out of bed, whatever. Um, I just, like, for some reason assumed that he was a sleepwalker. Oh, same. Um, look, I don't know, he just seems like the kind of guy who would sleepwalk. Yeah. And that this is how it was going to be introduced to the anime? Sure. I think... I think one of the differences between a sub and a dub here is that I don't actually think he says much. He just for like the first few seconds, so he really does look like he's sleepwalking because he's not saying anything. And then he just mm-hmm. says "bathroom" uh. as he's like heading over to the bathroom. Oh yeah, he's like toilet. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, I, I know that. I recognize that. Oh uh, yeah, I know what a toilet is. I use that every day. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little strange. Instead of going to the bathroom, he goes to Doctor Banner's room. Well, do you think he's just like misty? He just opens the wrong door because he's sleepy. Yeah, I guess. Um, you know, listen, we've all been there. I, I can't. Your function. door unlocked, bro. Also, yeah. Also, there's like a mysterious blue go- glow coming from his room. So, yeah. He's, do you have? He's gaming. He's gaming. <laughs> he, pretty much, Dad. Do you have any of what the ominous shit that he says is in uh, the dub? So, like this, like mysterious. Ominous messenger is telling Banner that Jaden has to be taken somewhere to be tested uh, for his oh. true potential. And ba- Banner does not want to do this. He's like, Jaden could get buried alive. I don't know what. I I don't want this to happen to him. I care about him. And I guess he goes along with it anyways. Um, and like Cyrus listens in on this and is like, oh fuck, what's going to happen to Jaden? That's like 
much more explicit than the sub is very vague. It just has um, cap uh, and much sorry, more ominous. Uh, Daito Kuji, uh, which is the name of Kapoi Sensei. I'm finally going to fucking learn it. Oh. Uh, it just has Daito Kuji kind of saying to an unknown person, like, oh, but um, I, I don't think that's see if he could get trapped in the tomb forever. What's going to happen? I don't want anyone to get their pussy stuck in a sarcophagus. <laughs> I don't want to get my precious pussy pharaoh stuck in a sarcophagus. Um, also, shout out to Meanwhile Pharaoh is outside watching show, watch Daikuji just being like, yeah. A lot of good Pharaoh content this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pharaoh, Pharaoh knows what's up. Pharaoh hits it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, shout out to Catboy Sensei for his having the Gendui carry glasses. So that's how you yeah. know it's bad and ominous. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's all fun and games until you get glasses glare. It really is. The next day in class, Jaden is sleeping and he's drawing eyeballs on the back of his eyelids. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it looks really creepy. Because he hasn't even drawn eyeballs. He's just drawn like black circles on the back of his eyelids. Well, he knows this is a cartoon and that's what eyes look like sometimes in cartoons. There's, mm-hmm. there's a dot in the center of them. He like made an attempt at a, pu- a pupil. <laughs> it just... I It took me way too long to work out what the hap was fucking because I was kind of staring at him and I was like, what the... I was also trying to write notes for the last scene and I was just like, what the fuck is going on with Judai's eyes until he opens his eyes and I'm like, I'm so fucking stupid. He's, he's trying to do, uh, you know, eyeliner like his idol, you know, Yugi Moto, uh-huh. but he fucked it up. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like when you fuck up your eyeliner so you just kind of make it bigger... I make it bigger, and then you have to make the other eye bigger, and then in the end, you just end up with two entire eyes in the back of your eyes. He hasn't exactly. been there. He's practicing his drag looks. Oh, fuck, that would whip. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, at the front of the class, this is indeed alchemy class. Yeah, and, both like, versions. <laughs> like, Daidokuji is doing alchemical crimes against God and nature. He's, like, mixing a potion, and he he's literally like, well... This is how you make gold out of chemicals. Now, th- this is how you perform like... human transmutation, students. Don't ever <laughs> do like... this at home. <laughs> and he's like, check it out. This is how the ancient alchemists used to try and make gold. And he makes his two things together. It completely explodes in his face. He emerges out of the clouds and is like, as you can see, it doesn't work. <laughs> I yeah. love him. He goes on something about how, like... Learning how to be good at alchemy will teach you to also be good at card games and how to use fusion monsters. No, I will not explain why or how. Yeah. Thank God our our protagonist basically depends on fusion for his entire strategy. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing he's asleep, because he's not learning <laughs> <Right>. shit. <laughs> yeah. They, he hands out some pamphlets? There are extracurriculars for that. Ah, he's going on a field trip to learn how to yeah. do crimes against God. Yeah. Uh, it's like a 10-mile mutt hike to the excavated ruins where they'll be taking samples. How much shit is there on this island? Yeah, this is a hell of an island. We've got a secret lab. We've got a massive forest. We've got the haunted house. We've- another secret lab where a SCP Probably another lives. secret lab. Oh, right. There's... There's the Moki Moki Lab, right. and then there's the Monkey Monkey Lab. Correct. Oh, yes. Uh, these stylish but illegal labs. 
um, <laughs> on this island. Stylish Bolivia Kaiba monkeys. Yeah. So am I right in thinking, I haven't written this down, but like I think because these ruins are like closer to the volcano than they're ever going to be able to get, and like that's kind of part of the reason why the gang are interested in going up, or am I just making that up from my memory? Uh, I think like they say like Cyrus and Chumley are here because they... Because they had to go or they'd get detention. And Alexis yeah. is here because she's hoping for more clues on what happened to her brother. Yeah, because yeah. it's rumored that they uh, they did, like, shadow game shit at these ruins. Right. In the sub, in the sub, all the, um, like, it's it's show um, Hayato and uh, Judai who are there. And then Asuka's there. And Judai, like, turns to Asuka's, like, I mean, we're... Uh, or um, Osiris Red, so we have to be here, but I wasn't expecting you to be here. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, apparently they did Yamino games here, so that's pretty cool. It's like, why do you know what a Yamino game is? (laughs) Why is this public knowledge? Well, I mean, her brother disappeared doing them. It's just very casually said, though. (laughs) True. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody here knows about them, you know, Dr. Banner, the other Slifer Reds, like, so it's it's fine. You can just just drop that, like, nothing. yeah, it yeah. does seem fairly common knowledge at this point. It's at the very least uh, urban legend. Yeah, so that is actually another very significant difference from the manga, just to go quickly into it. Um, in the manga, Yamino games literally aren't mentioned until about 50 chapters in, um, oh. when they are like introduced by these characters from America um, <laughs> who are all working like probably under the banner of not to go too far into it, but because I I don't think it actually crosses over with the anime at all. Mm. But there is um, another survivor from Cool Elna, essentially, who oh. wasn't Bakura, oh. um, who wasn't really a survivor from the village so much. Um, he was uh, he'd actually made it out of the village and was working as an archivist at the Pharaoh's temple when mm. uh, Ak uh, went and committed genocide so he wasn't in cool elna when it happened but he heard about it afterwards and um like pledged revenge so he's so like he's not zork it's it's different than zork but it's uh this other ancient egyptian uh character who has like this blood vengeance um and has been using has been possessing people to try to enact vengeance upon uh winged spirit specifically uh winged karibo uh which was involved in his trial um so um so that's that's what all that is and up until that point you don't hear a single mention of yamino games and suddenly like judai um manjome uh rio and uh asuka are all like embroiled in these yamino games and they really freak out about it uh because they have no idea what's going on and it's like extremely scary to them in the manga to like suddenly have these sort of high stakes games that they weren't used to playing and like really be fighting for their lives which i found like very interesting compared to like just the common knowledge here that like yamino games are a thing yeah, because, like, in this, it's very, like, drip-feedy, like, very slowly turning the dial up on, like, level of magic in the duel. Whereas, yeah. like, you know, we start out with a fake Yamino game, um, then there's, like, the one with Jinzo, which is kind of slightly more, then there's, I don't know, there's a, 
there's other ones between these, I think. And then we sort of step up to this one, which is sort of yeah. more of like a full-on Yami no game yeah. they're in the fucking but what is interesting, spirit world. The, the big difference to me that is interesting between like the anime and the manga is how in the anime, all these like ramping ups are taken in stride. They're like, yeah, okay. That's yeah, fine. It, it's, <laughs> yeah, you just go to the next episode and nobody acknowledges what just happened to, you know, a couple days ago with, uh, you know, a card that came to life. Or, right. Uh, everybody just thinks of the thing that happened in the the old abandoned dorm was special effects you know it's nobody whereas, thinks about it whereas in the manga like it's a really like incredibly big deal uh and it is it is really really distracting isn't the word uh i'm looking for but like off-putting um it really changes things in a very major way for these characters mm. the introduction mm. of the, of this sort of level of magic yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, what I was gonna say would be this the the boil the frog sort of thing, where, you know, it's like, oh, cool, cool, like I can see something. That's a bit weird, haha. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's a real dual spirit, haha. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, dual spirits are real. Well, I guess if dual spirits are real, then I guess we're in the world of the dual spirits now, and that's it's fine. It's it's basically it's basically the same as it was before, except we've gone from like normal world to oh, we've entered the spirit world, and it just all kind of seems normal because it's happened so slowly. Fuck, these episodes are actually kind of interesting if you think of them like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, hmm. we're getting buried alive, and duels actually hurt now. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, let's, let's 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 dive forward. Um they get to the ancient ruins. Oh, at some point, uh Daikuji Kapo Sensei does mention a tomb and show is like a tomb, that's what I heard him say in the middle of the night when he was gaming. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he goes over he goes over to Judai and Ju- he's like, Judai, I need to talk to you like really seriously right now. And Judai's like, Hey, what's up? He's like, he's going to seal all of our pussies into sarcophagus and Judai's <laughs> like that's that's ridiculous. Sure. There's yeah. only one pussy here. Why, why would he ever do that? Actually, hey, speaking of the one pussy that's here, um, they stop for lunch and, like, Dr. Kuji goes to reach into his backpack, which is apparently, like, a really nice penta box that Ms. Tome made him. Shout out to that. And, like, he reaches into a bag and just pulls out Pharaoh and Pharaoh ate his whole lunch. I love this cut so oh. much. Uh, in in the dub, he's like, oh, I have, I have pizza. I have to have a big hearty meal because I'm going to be teaching you kids. Uh, it, it, the... All the kids are like, what, you have pizza? And, and Jaden, Jaden says, you you get pizza while I, I, I'm stuck with whatever it is I'm holding. And he has two rice balls in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's really good. I, it's a, I think it's a self-own. Because, yeah. like, one of the most famous, like, bits of 4Kids editing is, like, changing the onigiri in Pokemon to, to jelly donuts. donuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's, and that's they've they've so had good. to deal with onigiri before in in GX, right? With Doctor yes. uh, with yeah. uh, Dorothy's uh, her, which I believe uh, they her, also like, changed to donuts pastries. again. It's like stuffed pastries or whatever, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but now they're just yeah. These are whatever. I don't know what these are. Also, Judai has a great line as they approach the ruins, where he's like, "Damn." Those are ruins, and Oscar's next to him is like, "Fuck, buddy, they sure are." Like, <laughs> yeah, man, you're so fucking smart. Oh. He's like, they look so ruined. Fuck, buddy, they sure do. Oh, oh I can't not fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
But yeah, so because uh, Kapo Sensei doesn't have any lunch, he's like, oh, but can I just have like a little bit of your lunch? And I kind of, this is like the sort of bit of a heel turn episode for that Kuji because like he's just been this fairly harmful and now harmless funny cat boy and now he's starting to go shifty stuff. He's starting to be annoying about lunch. I mean, really, it's a bit of a heel turn. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, come on, I'll, I'll trade you a breath mint for some of those whatevers. <laughs> Uh, they're like, no, dude, you were just... What happened to your a pizza? Breath, a breath mint for two sandwiches. This is the law of equivalent exchange handed down <laughs> by alchemists since the time of time. Judai, Judai, I do want to point out that Judai is trying to out-cowboy the original br- blueprint here. He also starts going, but we only have so much nya. Like... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to, uh, to, like, make fun of Daidokuji, which is very funny. Yeah. Get his ass. Yeah, uh yeah, while and they're the skies having this turn dark. Yeah. Pharaoh uncovers some weird millennium eye shit. Pharaoh goes to like take a shit and accidentally unleashes an eternal curse. It happens. Yeah, it has happened to all of us. <laughs> Why do you Me think Kyber chose this island? <laughs> yeah, everything starts like glowing green. The weird necklace is like There's, like three suns. Three holes yeah. sun. Won't you There's... come? Won't you come? <laughs> There's a uh, Aurora Borealis localized entirely within the ruins at this time of day. Yeah, Fuck, I've forgotten what the line was. Um, May I see but it? yeah, they end up in a weird place with a weird big pyramid and stuff like that. Yeah, ziggurat. Hey, just as like an aside, That's what do called. you? Do you remember in Duel Monsters how much trouble Yugi Tachi had to go to through to get to like another plane of existence and unleash the Pharaoh's memory? Do you remember how that was like a multi-season task for them to accomplish and collect all the parts? Just, just making a note. The hey, cat, they the didn't did have they a didn't cat have a cat that needed to shit. That's yeah. right. Reasons you should own a cat. Exactly. Yeah. They're running for cover because uh, the sun, the the sun looks ominous. The sky is very, they're very weird. Yeah. Uh, so so th- they all dive into a sepulcher, uh, except for Jaden, who starts running towards the light. To be to be clear, they are Don't on know a, why. they are on a floating island in a like nebulous space that is centerpieced by this pyramid. It's they're in a Yes album cover. Yeah. Yeah. It does slap. They're on Knuckles' floating island. Uh, yeah. Come on, wizard, slap my balls. <laughs> when Karibo comes out and Jaden finds out, hey, I can touch you now. What's going on? Oh, yeah, because he's like, oh, I must be dreaming. Winged Karibo, pinch me. And then we sort of cut away and we hear from off screen, ah, not so hard. I. <laughs> Extremely good. Uh, uh, I can pet Winged Karibo now. This is great. Oh my god, I never thought about that. Wink Karibo has to be really fluffy. I'm giving him a little scritchies. I imagine he's like one of those triple plushes. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. just like fuzz all the way down to its core. What if, but, because what if, what if it was like kind of Furby texture? Oh, what if someone sewed a long Karibo? Long Karibo. You just like stuck your arm into Karibo's fluff and your arm just went through and out the other side. Oh, no thoughts head empty. Alright. There's just nothing in there. You you just <laughs> No body fluff empty. 
Yeah, this woman tells Jade shows up and tells Jaden to leave it immediately because he's in terrible danger, and the two of them hide. Uh, a patrol of armed men pass by, uh, or men armed with spears. Mm. Uh, the woman They're explained- armed with guns in the sub. Hold <laughs> 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 the turntables. The, the woman explains that there are other people dressed like him here, and they've been taken by the gravekeeper chief to be punished for trespassing. Uh, uh, Jaden, of course, wants to do something about it. He wants to help people. Uh, uh, she tells him to, like, wait. Yeah, like, at first I was like, damn, did she, like, put him in jail? But now she just, like, hides him under some stairs. Yeah. Um, and then, like, he looks out the window, uh, and looks down. Um, hey, there they are. Yeah. yeah. They're all in a bunch of sarcophaguses. Yeah, uh, they're all wrapped up. Uh, like, yeah, uh, Banner has his pussy in that sarf- sarcophagus with him. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that Dr. Banner, uh, got to be buried with his beautiful kitty cat. Yeah. What an honor. Just like, like a real pharaoh. Just like yeah. a real pharaoh. Just like a... Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, actually, pharaoh had the honor of being buried with his, like, human his, yeah, his servant. servant. His manservant. Yeah. His manservant, as we all know. Um, but so while uh, Judai is sort of peeking out the window and looking down at the coffins and is like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, shit, he gets poked in the butt by a spear. It's a very, like, emotionally whiplashy scene, because, like, looking down, Judai looking down at everyone in the coffins, they're, by the way, like, I guess in a shallow grave. Um, yeah, waiting, waiting to be covered in dirt, which is I'm I'm amazed mm, shit, at yeah. the things that four kids was able to uh, that four kids was able to get this episode out honestly at all. Given I mean, to some be fair, this. I never put that together. They explicitly state that they're being buried alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> as long as they're not buried dead, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, Judai, Judai is looking down at this and it's like this very serious moment of him being like, I've got to save my friends from this horrifying fate. And then he gets like gently nudged in the butt by a spear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and arrested. Um, he hey, gets is that arrested. any way to say hello? <laughs> God. He gets arrested, gets like accused of grave, rob- grave robbing and stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, we're, we're gonna execute you or something. I can't actually quite remember. Unless you can duel me and defeat me. And the me in question is, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. The uh, gravekeeper uh, chief. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't okay. really have a name. Yeah. Mr. Gravekeeper. He's literally like, welcome to hell to escape. You must defeat me in a children's card game. Please. Mr. Okay. Gravekeeper is my dad. Call me chief. <laughs> <laughs> all right chief yeah judah's like all right chief let's go he loves it yeah well he loves it up until the point that someone's like oh and if you lose we'll cut out your liver and mummify you alive they oh. did not say that part <laughs> shocking <laughs> did you get like a shot of judah's face where his mouth just goes completely square and his eyes go completely round and he's just like what the fuck uh oh. Okay. Yeah, they say that. Yeah, they say he's gonna get buried alive, and he's like, oh, fuck. Okay, okay, no no liver stuff. I mean. Yeah, no liver stuff. That would be too much. So it's duel time. Yeah, they duel. Duel time? I don't really have much on <sighs> yeah, this duel. I, I have to say, say, 
For given how high the stakes are for this duel, it's not a very interesting one. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty boring. Yeah. So the 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 chief's uh, deck kind of centers around just sending all of Jaden's monsters to the graveyard, yeah. and then also making it so he can't like summon monsters back from the graveyard. Yeah, and that's about it. Also, he just kind of he summons his goons as cards. Yeah, I like didn't re again. Because, okay, because, like, I, it's really unclear what this place is, where it is. Like, I had basically no idea what the hap was fucking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, who are these people? What is this world? Yeah. Um, mainly because I kind of wasn't really paying attention because I was also trying to do notes at the same time. But, like, because there's no context for this really high stakes duel where his friends are going to die, it's just not engaging to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think... They, I think they tried to, like, add a lot of lore to this episode without any context whatsoever, and it sort of backfired. Um, yeah. Yeah. If we we had gotten, I don't know, some maybe some episodes leading up to this talking about this, like, ancient culture right. that existed on this island, apparently, like, I don't know, it could have done something, but this is coming out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so okay, totally so left field. Is... So, the thing with this place, because I literally don't know if I've got it right, but to mm-hmm. me, this place is like the the realm of deal spirits. These all these people are the deal spirits of the like gravekeeper range of cards. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. This place is this place is a prison, and these people are your friends. Okay. So like they were never like a real society. Okay. Or like or were they? I don't know. Uh. I think I think you're right, Sarah, because a lot. Of, I think these like a lot of the guys you see in crowd shots are very clearly identical, and I think that is intentional because they're just cards. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, based on it's it's like a hard thing, right? Because based on what we know of Yu Gi Oh lore, everyone was a Kaw, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. like. I don't know, like, maybe there was, maybe this is like a facsimile of a civilization that once existed that's like being continued with shadow magic. Who knows? Mm, mm, Yeah. mm. Deep Yu-Gi-Oh questions. Who would have thought? Yeah, who knows? We need, we need more information. We don't, we do not have enough. So then, like, yeah, maybe like in hindsight, this episode would be more interesting, but like on first watch, when it's first presented to you, you're like, what is this and why should I care? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I guess it's worth noting, like, the Yamino game stakes. They don't explicitly say it, but it's right. clear as Jaden loses more life points, uh, the sarcophagus his friends are in uh, get covered up more and more, with the implication that if he loses them all, they get completely stuck in there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unsuffocate to death and die. Yeah, yeah. and also he, he, is, uh, he is in a lot of pain every time he takes hits to his life points. Yeah. Standard stuff. <laughs> Yeah. The the thing is, though, like, Judai doesn't realize that his friends are going to die until the very end of the episode. Like, that's the cliffhanger at the end of the episode. He's like, wait, shit, fuck, my friends are gonna die if I lose? Shit! Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so bad. I have, I have just, like, three notes for this duel for this episode. Um, the first one, the first one is that the first time Judai gets attacked, uh, he gets attacked directly. Because the other guy's um, ability, like, has a special effect that gets rid of his monster. Whatever, it's fine. And he has a line that's like, oh my god, these aren't holographic. 
he says, mm-hmm. as though there's actually a noticeable difference between the damage done by actual real Ka and what Kaiba has evolved his real D3D technology into. Yeah. I know, because he's like, oh, these are real, and I'm like, bitch, as if fucking Kaiba Corp Solid Vision is basically real Ka. Yeah, it's the, yeah, like, it's functionally, like, the way it's presented, it doesn't look that different from the normal duels. Like, they already look like they're in pain in a normal duel. So yeah, I don't, Two episodes ago, Moki, King Moki Moki shattered glass. I just, you yeah. know, lest we forget. Okay. Well, that was okay. just vibes. Oh. Mm. That was just the power of vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, set, you're telling me you can't shatter glass with your vibes? It's true. Um, That's right. No, but okay. I'm, I'm having realizations because you know what? This implies that if the solid vision holograms don't like actually hurt you or don't hurt you much and don't cause you like actual pain this implies that like every student at dual academy is just really 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 into like playing it up and the larp aspect of dueling and like every time they get hit they make sure to throw themselves backwards as if they've taken thousands of points of life damage that you have to take at dual academy (laughs) oh my god they're all they're all theater kids they're oh, all. Oh no! It's it's simply. A, I mean, listen. There's there was the copycat guy who was definitely here for drama school. Yeah. The, who teaches the dual improv class? I bet. <laughs> I bet there's someone. Kronos. Uh, it's. I was gonna say it's not Kronos because uh, last episode Kronos had to go on stage and he was terrible at improv. True. True. But he he is a drama queen. There's got to be this other teacher who's like, just just some master of. St- of stage. Yeah. Maybe he's like a famous actor or something because this is a prestigious Duel Academy. Ah, a character from ah. Duel Monsters. Maybe it's mm. who's ever in charge of Raw Yellow. Hey, hey, uh, who is the, the actor that my dueled to not marry? I don't want it to be that guy. That guy sucks. <laughs> not Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Stat. Oh, no, uh, Jean-Claude Van Magnum. Yeah, that's yeah. him. So, because we know that all the teachers here are like on the run from the law, probably, um, Jean-Claude Van Magnum here teaching improv to Julius. Kaiba this offers is in international waters, you can't arrest me. Kaiba, Kaiba <laughs> offers amnesty to anyone who uh, works for him. Mm. You can do as much improv as you want on this island and it's not illegal. Uh, the second the second note I have for this is um, at some point, like, Judai tries to do a combo which gets um, defeated by uh, the Gravekeeper Chief and he goes... And there's like a shot of him taking like of him taking damage and his life points going down, and then a shot of like the coffin, the sarcophagi starting to close, and then a shot back to Judai going, Now this is getting interesting as his like friends are all about to spend eternity in Egyptian Ooh, hell. Please, Judai. As with every two part episode, it basically like the episode ends with Jaden saying to himself that he has to get his game on. Or he's <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. let's see, some other stuff about the first half, uh, uh, of course, uh, the Gravekeeper's Chief does, uh, use Pot of Greed, so oh, yeah. let's take yes, a shot for that. Right. Cheers. Cheers. I've got water again. I am drinking some soju. I got, oh. I got some Italian white wine that my dad gave me as a housewarming gift. Aww. I've got, a uh, rum and Pepsi. Nice. I thought for a second, Dan, you said ramen Pepsi, as if Pepsi was some kind of like ramen topping, like that was actually secretly uh, really good. That Pepsi shitties. It just seems seems like an American thing, honestly. It's part of ramen Sunday. Uh, 
but no, it's just rum and Pepsi. It's good. Uh, it's okay, actually. It's. I wish I was. I had had gotten out and gotten more sangria, but this will do for now. That's all I have for this episode. Yeah, pretty all much. Right. Do we yeah. want to get our game on? As, as yeah. Argyle said, just as a last note, as Argyle said, like the last thing is Judai realizing that this duel has consequences. And he's got to get his game on. <laughs> Show right. just muffled in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> when will um, you learn? When will you learn? <laughs> All right, Leah, let's, let's get our game on. Who wants to go first? Let's just go down. I've got nothing. I've got something. Yeah. Go. All right. So this Valentine's weekend, I played a very special game. I played a game called Only Can's Thirst Date. Uh, uh-huh. Oh. Uh, okay. O- Only Can's is a parody of porn games where it's completely uh, safe for work. It's not. There's no actual erotica in it. But uh, you uh, take photos and seduce... Uh, cans of soda. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. How to fill boyfriend retire, bitch. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, yeah, each each can has its own, like, name and flavor and personality and history behind it. And as you, like, read the history blurbs, you get more and more, like, history on this company that makes soda and, like, mm-hmm. how weird it is. And it gets... <laughs> It starts out with, like, fairly normal flavors, you know, like, you know, like, standard, uh, you got, uh, cherry, you got lemon, uh, there's no cola, oddly. Oh. Uh, And then as it goes on, it starts to get a little weird. You get things like, uh, ketchup, mustard, uh, pineapple pizza, raw meat, and you, it slowly starts to turn into, like, an implied cosmic horror story where... The last few are stuff like rust, uh, a can of sardines, and then there's a very ominous one called Thirstborn, which you're going to have to play the game to find out about. Oh. Wow. Uh, the game is completely free. It's on Steam. Oh. Uh, they actually recently released a uh, special expansion for Valentine's Day called uh, Hot and Steamy uh, with, like, a whole new set of cans. Each can... A lot of the cans have, like, goofy personalities, like... Uh, Dan, can I ask a question? Yeah? For the hot and steamy, did it include hot Dr. Pepper? No, there's no actual warm beverages. Uh, yeah. Lo- lost potential, really. Like... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just think. They could have had the 23 flavor... The 23 flavored soda... Uh, uh, and if you still don't believe me and think that's a joke, just look up the Facts and Questions article on the Dr. Pepper website. Uh, I'm so glad you have that memorized. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, there's a surprisingly large amount of, like, notable indie people involved in it. Uh, I know oh. one of the Hypnospace Outlaw devs is on it. Uh, I think there's, like, some people who are either involved in or associated with phasmophobia. Uh, oh. The hot and steamy credits include, like, a music video by this guy who does uh, uh, video game songs on YouTube. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's neat. Uh, 
That's all I have to say. Uh, go play it. It's free. It's free. Well, you have no excuse. It's like two hours. It's free real estate. It's free video games. Uh, yeah, sorry, Argyle, where you were going? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I've been, uh, I have not been, uh, I, I'm, I'm the AAA gamer here. I've just been playing Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> you ever heard of it? Oh, cool. No, was that some kind of indie title? Um, so this at, little, this little company out of Kyoto, Japan, called Nintendo. <laughs> Uh, they they made this guy this funny Italian man called Mario. It's kind of offensive, Not but Marco? you know what? I think I think he uh, I think he's got potential. Um, I'll keep an eye on him. Anyway, so uh, Super Mario 3D World it got released again for the Switch this time because nobody played the Wii U uh, last Friday, and that's just kind of what I've been playing. I've played it before. I've hundred percented it, uh, but I'm doing it again. I haven't even played the like expansion bowser's fury bowser's furry yeah uh but uh it's a good game listen sometimes you just gotta play a game again i say this as i play fire emblem for the fifth time yeah at the same time as my flatmate is also playing fire emblem for the fifth time and we simply sit in the living room both playing the exact same game in silence it's a good it's mario baby you know you love it you jump you get mushrooms and flowers and you shoot fireballs and then uh you you fight bowser and you save not the princess because you can play as her this time uh and then it gets kind of hard after that and Uh, so i'm having a little bit of trouble just going back to the like the post game because it's actually kind of difficult it's like it's like a 2d mario game but it's in 3d that's, that's all yeah, I need to know. There's Cat Bowser and his like 120 FPS glory. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Bowser. Yeah, Bowser dresses up as a cat mm-hmm. in this one. Catboy okay. supremacy. <laughs> uh, I, is Captain Toad's treasure tracker still in it? Uh, I mean, like Mario 3D World, just like that's where the Captain Toad concept came from, and those levels are still in there. But Captain Toad Treasure Tracker was a different game that I think right. they've already released on the Switch. Uh, before, yeah so, okay uh that, that's a separate game that you have to buy cool anyways right. it's good and i haven't played the expansion i'll, I'll probably talk about it whenever i do uh, who's next audrey i am next yeah i mean i'm still on my fallout 4 and hades grind hades continues to be good fallout 4 continues to be bad uh i'm my re- i'm at the end game for fallout 4 now and the bad writing is really really rearing its ugly head unfortunately nice. which route are you taking probably railroad okay um at this point i'm probably going i'm actually probably today going to lock in railroad as the route i take but they all suck all of them are bad they all suck. oh yeah I, I hate all these people i really wish there was like a yes man option uh where i could just you know deal with everything myself and make people not be racist but <laughs> I can guess i just that's- like can i just turn it into stardew valley where i just have my my settlements and i <laughs> yeah i so, date people and that's all i do so you know i will probably there's way there's like a ton of quests i haven't done and i'm sort of feeling towards it like andy toy story voice i don't want to play with you anymore oh no uh, <laughs> Uh, where it's like, I, I know there's way more that I could do if I wanted to, um, especially since I have the goatee version, so I have all the expansions. Um, you could do Far Harbor, which is alright. I, I, right. I have completed all of Far Harbor, actually. That is the one oh. thing I did. I did some amount of Nuka World, and I did some amount of Vault Living. 
right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about Raiders and I don't care about Vault Tech. Um, it's evil experiments. Like, I don't care about any of this stuff. Like, that's the, the rub of it. I don't care about any of these people. So, yeah. uh, I will probably just, uh, wrap this up soon and lock in the railroad ending and then move on to greener pastures. Uh, <laughs> Hades rules, though, still, um, cannot, cannot... Hades nuts. Hades nuts. Cannot emphasize enough how much fun I have with that game, uh, I, you know, I've beaten it, gotten out of Hades several times at this point, but I still haven't gotten anywhere near actually, like, 100%ing the game. Uh, So it's, there's, I'm always, I'm constantly amazed by the amount of content that is actually, like, packed into this game. It's really, really Mm. impressive. Um, It's it's such a good game. And that's me. I'll play it one of these days. Please do. It's so good. It's really good I do think, um. Do you Maybe. think it's on sale on the eShop on Snitch at the moment? Yeah, it's like $5 off UK, and you get anyway. it for 20 bucks. Uh, yeah. And like, maybe maybe once I'm done with Fallout 4, the bad game, I'll play the good game of Yakuza 7. Ooh. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Rubbing my, gre- my just grubby little hands together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, does someone other than me want to read out the names of our people who give us the most money, which I've posted in chat? I can oh. do it. Guan. So we have a Patreon. Uh, you will we'll talk more about that at the end of the episode. But if you give ten dollars to us on it, we'll to shout you out in the middle of the episode, not the end. Uh, our ten dollar patrons are Elvir, Boo Boo Hakusho, Morg, comma haunting thee, Jazz Dumpster, Nero Wyvern, and Sarvis the Drow. Nero Wyvern in the recording booth right now, eavesdropping on our conversation. So I don't know dumpster. why I yeah. used the word eavesdropping. So is Jazz Dumpster. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm like scrolled up. I did not see the bottom. Sorry. Um, uh, should we bring up that if you, that you two could listen in on, while we're recording if you uh, join this patron tier? Mm-hmm. Join us. Yeah, if you give us $5 or more a month. You can do the very same thing and listen to us I while we record. I think you can do it at the one dollar tier as well. No, it's got to be. It's five dollars and up, and we Never don't have mind. a one dollar <laughs> tier. We have a two dollar tier, and that's when Never you get the mind. bonus content. <laughs> Episode twenty-eight: the extracurricular classes of Dark Duel! Exclamation mark! Question mark! Brackets part two. Close brackets. Grave rest part two. <sighs> um. So this opens up with the most ominous thing that Catboy has said so far, which is as he's being closed inside a coffin, he's like, Miyuki Judai, this dark duel will allow me to see the hidden power within you. And then sort of pauses for a minute, realizes he's inside the coffin, and is like, ah, but I can't see with the lid of the way. It also cuts over to Asuka, who's just like lying in the coffin with the most guess I'll die face. Yeah. <laughs> She's like all, totally all resigned. Yeah, all of them are just like, well, guess this is, this is how I go out in an alternate dimension. My my fate, uh, you know, lying in the hands of my idiot uh, co-student. Who didn't realize that we were dying until about five minutes ago. Let's go. I, yet again, have nothing on this deal apart from the fact that Pot of Greed has played a second time. Yeah, yeah. we got another Pot shot of Greed. Take another sippy. Two! Mmm, yummy water. I'm still drinking it. Hydration. More wine. Alcohol. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like, 
at some point during the duel, I, Sarah, finally realised that all these people were duel spirits because your man chief finally summoned, like, he summons himself to the field and I was like, oh, and then suddenly I started paying attention. Yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't even notice that. No, summon, <laughs> summon no one, not even yourself. <laughs> to be fair, I was never paying attention. Take no notes, not even your own. Wait, mm, I'll, I'll work on it. Jaden uses the heart of the cards at one point. Yeah. This is this is where we start sliding back. I, I feel like this is like very deferential back to the um, cyber world arc as well, where like everyone plays as their character, like as their card. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like Gravekeeper Chief is like has been dueling this entire time, and then he's like, "I summon myself," and Judai's like, "What?" Yeah. Who hoops? You could just do that. I know a lot of this next upcoming arc is going to have a lot of that. Mm. As he as he gets attacked, so there's one one note that I I, I want to say about the translation of the subtitles here, which is as mm-hmm. he gets attacked, um, Judai sort of like winces back and like looks at his friends and looks over at the gravekeeper's side. He's in like very dire straits. It's a very dim thing, and he has a line which is "Korega yami no dudes," which gets translated as it as uh this is really a a yamino game uh but a a more accurate uh translation would be like so this is a yamino game mm. where like where he's like for the first time actually experiencing this and understanding what is involved with this because he went into this and even in like the last episode for like the first half of it he was like I'm having so much fun and now mm-hmm. here he's like understanding it's like this is what it means to duel with your life literally on the line yeah and it's like it is because he he get the there's a part where he's just like being hella like physically tortured with like this kind of green light shit that hurts him and like he is really being hurt and he's really yelling and it's hard to watch yeah like after i realized they were all dual spirits and started paying attention i kind of was like oh (laughs) it's a lot yeah but but then also as uh, you know after getting like uh pain tortured uh jane just like sits down and starts laughing is like wow this is so much fun Uh, yeah yeah he's also fucking whiplash he counters he counters his bad mood by saying well this is like dire straits but my hero uh yugi mudo played oh, plenty of get... yamino games so we yeah. don't get that in the dub yeah that so kind of pisses says, me yeah. off actually he <laughs> says he says yeah my hero yugi mudo played plenty of yamino games so like this is not going to be a problem it's like first of all like again why are, why do you know this about him how is this uh, I, like, I love i, I love i mean they've been broadcasted before so <laughs> yeah I mean, there is i will say i will say in the manga just very quickly as well that it's not sort of talked about it the same way but like there is a point when the yamino games get introduced in the manga um which is after someone loses a yamino game where they're in the infirmary and Judai, like, visits them in the infirmary, and the nurse is like, yeah, you know, this is, like, really strange. We don't know what's wrong with them. But, like, if you go back to Battle City a couple years ago, they have, like, the same symptoms as oh. as these people in 
Oh, the blimp in battle. Yeah, in battle oh, city, yeah. in the battle city finals. They say it's magic, but we don't have any like proof of that yet, or whatever. But we don't know what's wrong with them. All all I can say is that it's the same symptom. So like that's interesting to me. But like my my what I really like about the implications here for the anime is that I guess after Zork's like little invasion into the real world, magic just became common knowledge. I guess. Yeah. yeah possibly. Or at least it's kind of like a urban legend type vibe where like, oh yeah, you heard about Yami no Games, um, fellow teen? Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, the whenever I noticed this specifically because Jiden mentions Yugimoto, we have some new music here, I think. Oh, cool. Um, in the sub, and like, it's, it doesn't sound anything like Passionate Duelist, but it has very similar vibes. Like it's quite uh, fanfare in the way that Passionate Duelist is mm-hmm. and sort of feels like it's referencing that kind of thing. Um, and like it kind of plays as, I think as Judai is fucking, I don't know, getting his shit together. I know, like I just noticed it because it's playing whenever he's talking about, oh, Yugi Moto did this yeah. and I can do it too. Um, which was interesting to me. Um just, I'd like to hear new music. Yeah, we get none of that in the dub. Yeah, they, they we have our own soundtrack. It's, I don't think. Well, I, I just we, mean we don't get any of the mentions of Yugi. Oh, yeah, oh. that too. What else is there to go over? Um, uh, I think. Yeah. So, uh, uh go, go ahead. Yeah, Jaden eventually wins. Uh, let's see. He like does this weird thing where he figures out that even though. Uh, his cards are in the graveyard, he can somehow still use the effects. And he uses that... I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, so... Uh, there's... Yeah, so... Uh, the the chief uh, has played a card, Necrovalley, which for- forbids tampering with the graveyard. So you can't yeah. remove cards from the graveyard, you can't banish cards from the ga- graveyard, you cannot summon cards from the graveyard, you cannot draw cards from the graveyard. Yeah, any any effects that target monsters in the graveyard are cancelled out, but that doesn't stop him from using the effects of monsters that right. are activated in the graveyard. So there right. are... I didn't know it was the graveyard. There are some monsters whose effects can only be activated when they're in the graveyard, and one of them is... I can't remember the name of it, but it basically allows him it. to... Uh, it's While this card is in the graveyard, you can summon one hero-type monster without uh, paying normal tribute for it, so you don't have to sacrifice any monsters for it and he's yes. able to uh summon edge man hey he's still edging he finally nuts judai wins <laughs> hell yeah all right um, yeah so what i was gonna say is that for this i i still have um a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! duel monsters dueling brain on because like at some point in the duel after having played necrovalley which stops you doing graveyard card effect things um, your man, Chief Gravekeeper, like, does a thing which activates an effect by sending a mo- like, does something to do with the graveyard, and I actually, like, in the back of my brain, like, noticed it, I was like, hey, he's doing a thing with the graveyard, but, like, I just kind of, like, hand-waved it, I was like, ah, well, I'm watching Yu-Gi-Oh, the card game doesn't have rules, but, like, I forgot that I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh GX, where, in fact, the card game does have rules. Psych, um, <laughs> there are rules now. 
which kind of in hindsight made me feel clever whenever Judai was like, ah, oh, I maybe not be able to do this with the graveyard, but I saw you do that earlier, so I can do this particular one thing with the graveyard. And I was like, oh, oh, hey, I noticed that. I'm really smart. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh. Still don't really know how he won, um, but he does. Yeah, and at the end of he it... He summons the big edger man and yeah. kills him. Like I said, he nuts. Yeah, we're yeah. all nut. Uh, <laughs> Yay! And at, everyone nutted. <laughs> gotcha! At the, it, at the end of it as well, like, the chief is, like, in pain from losing all his life points, and all of his gravekeepers are, like, surrounding him and protecting him, and Judah's like, oh my god, are you okay? And, like, runs over to see if he's alright, and, like, meets the end of a spear again. Uh, yeah and he's like i was just trying to like see if he was okay but um anyway i had a lot of fun with that and all the gravekeepers just look at him and are like what is what the fuck is wrong with you you want me but yeah like obviously he does because he's judai and he that's the judai thing and yeah. like Part of what he says, he's like, oh, it was so cool that I got to duel real duel spirits. I mean, it kind of hurt a bit, but still, <laughs> like, it kind of hurt a bit, like, ten minutes after he was, like, literally screaming in agony from yeah. being tortured from dueling. And he's it's like, fine. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Jesus it's fine. Dude. It's normal. Yeah, so everyone's let uh, out of the sarcophagus. Yeah, everyone's let out. Uh, a bunch of the guards still want to punish uh, Jaden. Uh... Before actually, sorry, sorry, before we get to that, I do want to shout out for Chief is like, oh, you had fun? Oh, well, cool. That's impressive. You should take this thing and hand him the cursed Egyptian artifact that's the the source of all everyone's problems. one constant in all his failed relationships. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be fun. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure it won't come up again. Uh, He does say this this, uh, is only half a medallion because... The other half, it belongs to the other person who managed to beat this, beat him in a duel. And hopefully they'll be able to meet up someday. And they'll yeah. be best friends. They got the friendship medallion already. He has to, he <laughs> has to find, he has to find the other half in Olmec's temple. Ah, yes, of course. In the shrine of the, you know the rest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't, but he's I am on, nodding. He's on Team Teal Monkeys. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, so yes, so... There are there are other guards who aren't as uh, ready to let Judai leave, and mm-hmm. um, the sexy lady from earlier comes back and is like, "It was me all along, the ass- assailant who was a card who's in yeah. the duel that we didn't mention actually, but whatever, sexy lady." Yeah, cool ninja. She protects Jaden from the uh, still uh, punishment crazed. Uh, other soldiers. <laughs> Punishment craze, that's a good phrase. like, uh, Sho has, like, an aside being like, damn, Aniki, how do you resist all the beautiful women you encounter in Judah's, like, show I'm fucking gay? <laughs> <laughs> I think because, I like he says, he's like, come on, Judai, when did you have the time to befriend a beautiful woman? Judai's like, Judai literally says, like, now is not the time, and it's like, bro, I'm fucking gay. Please get the message. <laughs> um... Yeah, and like um, your your sexy ninja lady is like, hey, Judai, whenever you get back, whenever you find the person with the other half of the necklace, tell him that Sarah is still thinking of him. So shout out to me, Sarah. Yeah, yeah shout out to Sarah, except in the dub, she's named uh, Yasmin. 
Why? Huh. Why? Sarah is like an English ass name. <laughs> I have no I idea. It's so much. Did they uh, like fucking exotify exotic, her? Probably. Yeah, I think that's it. Fucking... I, I guess. I don't oh know. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna f- lose it. Great. They leave. Uh, um, <laughs> very notably, on the way out, Hayato trips and falls and is like, no, go on yeah, without me. Yeah. And Gina's like, no, we won't go out without, on without you. And then, out of literally nowhere, one of the giant koalas from Hayato's deck summons itself. Yeah, and, and gives him a piggyback ride. Picks him up and rides him out of there. Yeah. Which, it's like, because what GX is, seems to be kind of setting itself up to be like is that every all the characters you you dual spirit you get one you get a special friend yeah and like you know we had the episode of Manjome like being assigned kin with Ojama yes <laughs> um the, there's been the whole winged Karibu stuff there's been uh Belowski and like everyone's kind of being set up to have a dual spirit but it's like For, the fact that yeah. this is high. Hayato slash Chumleys is sort of introduced is really funny. <laughs> really we're it's rapidly a, yeah, yeah. we're rapidly approaching the Digimon event horizon. Yeah, I'm nodding. Yeah. yeah, that sounds great. Um, let's see what else is there. They get say? out. They oh, get yeah. out, and they're all in an unconscious pile, like right outside the gates to this ancient ruins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And Judah is the first to wake up. And he was like, was it all a dream? And then he has the one constant that's in all his failed relationships, that ancient cursed medallion, hanging around his Mm -hmm. nut. And he was like, no, but maybe I can convince everyone else's. Which begs the question, how many times do you think protags can pass off Yami no game says it was all just a dream before someone cottons on? Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Challenge accepted. It's just really funny that this episode, like, it kind of pans out and everyone else is still, you know, dead on the pavement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dead on Yeah, arrival. episode. Uh, we... That's it. Ha- oh, yeah. Uh, we have a... found dead in Miami. <laughs> I do have a post-show segment. Yeah, sure. let's go. I, w- I was thinking we have a lot of questions, but I think people have just been chatting in the question post, so yeah. we have some questions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, we should uh, tell our, our listeners to fucking stop, cut that out. <laughs> ah, I'll just, I'll, I'll just sieve through them. It's fine. They're having fun. They're having fun. They could do it somewhere else, though. So, do it somewhere else. there's been uh, some issues with uh, licensing and proprietary software. Uh, the Dual Academy Educational Neural Network is not available, but we Fucking have got Kaiba Corp trying to sue us again. Disgusting. We're gonna get our lawyers on the case. But Sorry, I was doing a we bit were able to get a suitable replacement. Uh, would you care to introduce yourself? Hello, it's nice to meet you all. I'm Ooh. Professor Sadius Hainos, a professor of dueling history and card lore at Dual Academy. And I have agreed to, I have agreed to take on the job of revealing some Dual Academy Correspondence courses. Oh no. Do you consider them extracurriculars? Oh no. Sure, I guess. <laughs> and as we all know, the extracurricular uh, is a Yamino game. Alright, let's go. Let's hear them. Continuing on from our last lesson.
Shizu Ishtar told Kaiba that he had links to an ancient Egypt and informed him about three Egyptian god cards. She gave Kaiba the Obelisk the Tormentor card and told him the other two cards were in the hands of the rare hunters. Kaiba invented the dual discs, which were used for the first time in his Battle City Tournament. Merrick and his rare hunters challenged Yugi and his friends who were searching for the Egyptian god cards. Merrick entered the Battle City Tournament, sending Odeon in his place to battle Joey, but Merrick's true identity was revealed, along with his sinister intentions. <laughs> Ooh. Thank you, Professor Thanos. Oh, you still going. I'm sorry. Yuki and his friends traveled by blip to Kaibacorp Island to compete in the final rounds of the Battle City Tournament. But Noah, a mysterious boy trapped in a virtual world, hijacked the blip and brought Yugi and his friends inside the world. Yugi learned that Kaiba was really Noah's adopted brother. Years before, Noah's father, Gozaburo Kaiba, placed him in the virtual world. Yugi defeated Noah, and everyone escaped. In the Battle City Finals, Yugi defeated Merrick, winning the tournament and saving the world. That ends our correspondence course for today. I, it's extremely good that uh, whatever lore book you have, Dan, sorry to break kayfabe for a moment, like includes the filler as essential lore. It is. It's very essential. We all love virtual worlds. Filler Shut is up. essential. We love uh, Noah Kaiba in this house, yes. Yeah, me, me yeah. shaking Elliot's hand from across the United States. We love uh, Noah Kaiba. <laughs> I can't wait for the book to talk about uh, season four. That'll be great, I'm sure. Oh, that'll be next <laughs> lesson. Great. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, questions. We have some in Discord, but I will do the Twitter one first, which is from Cassidy. Uh, several emojis will hug for Denger Euphoria at what is cosplay on Twitter. What do we think is the significance in the image in the tweet question? What do you think, what do we think is the significance of Dr. Banner being pointed in, in an opposite direction coffin to the rest of the hostages vis-a-vis tarot? Yeah, I mean, I think it's exactly that. I think it is tarot. Honestly. Um, so th- this sort of means that Dr. Banner uh, signifies some kind of misfortune for the Querent, if the Querent yeah. is or at least Yuki. He, he represents um, an opposition. I, I, yeah, to... Yeah. Right, like, so having having cards come up upside down in tarot, sorry to do this, is means that they... Oh, no, I'm... Re- reverse their meaning um i've been reading tarot for 15 years uh so it means that they it reverses their meaning so the fact that he's the only one there i think exactly is that um and if we're taking the other three asuka uh show and hayato as like face like upward facing cards um he rep- he is then representing an opposition to this uh group of friends that Judai has already created, which I find very, very interesting, actually. 
Shabinia, like, yeah, that's very much in line in the episode in which Dr. Banner is kind of the cause, as in the fucking person who brought them yeah. on this field trip, as in the cause of this thing, this opposition, this pl- plot point that they have to overcome. Hmm. Meaning. Oh, suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Pharaoh also included in this? Because he's also oh, in the coffin and also Pharaoh, upside down. Pharaoh has done nothing wrong and I love him. Yeah, okay, so he's just upside down because he's there with Dr. Banner. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he Pharaoh, just happens to be served by Pharaoh Dr. is without sin. Mm-hmm. 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 I honestly sorry, I'm just sort of flashing back to the episodes and I never mentioned it earlier, but like the the absolute worst part of these entire episodes is the like terrified yowls that you hear from Pharaoh as oh, he's yeah. being shot in the <laughs> Oh yeah. Why would you do this? Why would you do this to this poor cat? Discord questions. We have a Discord question from Kirby the Cleric, who is at Kirby the Cleric in our Discord. How many times are Jaden's friends going to be tied up and bound by the end of this anime? And how many times specifically in a sarcophagus slash coffin? Because I do believe this is the second time. Yeah, this is the same time. This is the second time Alexis has been uh, tied up in a coffin. Uh, I I don't know about the rest of his friends. Uh, I'm going to say at least six more times so yeah so alexis has been tied up this is episode 20 uh uh you know what let's just say episode 30 for clarity's sake that means every 15 episodes they get tied up and bound in a coffin there's like 180 episodes what's uh 180 divided by 15 12 yeah yeah so 10 more times yeah that sounds right there we go 10 more times maths we'll be keeping track of this you know yeah new new shot of greed rolls (laughs) <laughs> mm. uh, next question I think the next question is from Cronus the Vinky never mind we have a question from Flutterdark which says can <laughs> the villains get a better idea than just hijacking Jaden's friends like seriously Jaden will duel literally anyone for no reason there is no need for kidnapping I mean evidence would suggest that they cannot well, I mean, yeah, they they should get a better idea because, like, in this very episode, Jaden doesn't even realize that they're captured until like halfway in the end of the duel. He he was just doing it anyways, just for fun. You just slip him a little, send him a text that says, "Come to wherever in five minutes for a duel," and he will be there. You don't even have to do that. You like you write it on a piece of paper and throw it like as a paper airplane at his head. And if you like, <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> You take a photo of yourself in sunglasses outside your dueling zone of choice and say, come to location if you want an ass kicking. You, um, I was going to say cock your dual disc, but like do the thing that makes it go and do things. And like whatever smell that makes just wafts along the breeze in little smell lines and Jaden starts floating and hovering and his nose <laughs> just leads him oh, to yeah. where the dual is. Uh, <laughs> next question. Nero from Nero Wyvern, aka Kronos the Vinky, who's here with us right now. First, Jinjo, now the gate- Gravekeepers, what Yu Gi Oh card would you most like to see dual Jaden in the future? Do they have to be able to wear a dual disc to do so? Um, I'm going to say I would love to see him, but <laughs> I'm predictable, but go against the Harpy Ladies. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think he should have to duel one of his own elemental heroes. <gasps> oh, oh, that's that good. Like Flame Spark Wingman. Man, no. He should go against Flame Wingman, his favorite card. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. I was thinking specifically Bristinatrix. 
Um, because I feel like Bristunatrix, uh, what personality we've seen of her, she's very, you know, dominating. Maybe one day she's just like, we're gonna go on strike. We're not gonna fucking just fight people and get hurt at your whims. You know, this stuff actually hurts us, Jinin. We're going on strike and then just Bristunatrix leads, like, unionizes his own deck and he has to fight it. May, oh, if I may, if I may counter Sarah, Bersinatrix um, is one part of Flame Wingman, of, Flame Wingman. of Judai's, yeah. Judai's favorite card. And what is more, <laughs> what is more related to collectivizing than fusing? Yeah, she recruits Avion and then summons him, and they they polymerize during the duel, and he has to go against his favorite card. If you think about it, polymerization is the ultimate uh, workplace union. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's... I think the next one is the Zarvis one? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, what would you do for a shadow game if you had to take down the plucky protagonist? Hmm. Hmm. Ah, uh, let's see. I think Boggle. Uh, you know, I'm wait, still thinking about be... making his cards unionize against him. Sorry. <laughs> Down. Hmm. Um, let's see. I think I... it's any game whatsoever. Any game, huh? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, this is probably I, like the fifth time we've been asked this, but it's always fun. Yeah. 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 So the game, uh, I think I'm gonna go with mm, competitive Smash Brothers, and uh, the conditions are: each time you lose a stock, uh, you lose you lose a bo- a part of your body. You know, standard standard rules uh, for Smash and Shadow games alike. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I don't know. Yeah, I've played Smash. I remember, you know, I don't have as many toes as I used to. Okay, I've um, got one. I've got one. Uh, you know those videos of people, like, putting dirt bikes up against merry-go-rounds and just making them spin really fast? Mm-hmm. No! <laughs> no, can't say I Like, do. yeah, you just put, like, you, like put the ba- you put the back oh, wheel of the dirt bike up dirt against, bikes. like, the side of the, the, the merry-go-round. Uh, and it just it it makes it spin really really fast. Okay. I'm, I'm raising my hand. I've got a few questions. I'm going to need some clarification. By dirt bike, do you mean like a motorbike, motorized yeah. bicycle, dirt yeah, bike, like motorized bicycle? And by like merry-go-round, you... you don't mean the very big one with the horses that go up and downy. You mean the little kind of spinny thing that's just oh, in a playground. Huh. Okay. okay. Yeah, not, yeah, and yeah, and it spins really fast, and then people get on it and they get flung off. Right? They get just like. They fly like ten feet through the air and break their all their bones in their body. Uh, it, it's that we and whoever gets flung off last wins. Oh no! I'm just thinking of just like shadow games, but it's like shit that happens in Russia. So we just get like a bunch <laughs> yeah, of really I big mean, a lot like of, tractor a lot of the tires. Videos are like Russian videos. <laughs> we put Judai Yuki in one. May I suggest, Sarah, that what you're talking about is Slavo games. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Right. What, do you think Geo Academia North is like poss could be like in Russia in sort of like the Baltic's big area? Do you think yeah, probably. Slap the game? I mean, I still, I still stand by saying that Dual Academy North is just the wall from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, do you think in the wall from Game of Thrones they have big tractor tires and they roll <laughs> yes. themselves on it? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, 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 as someone who used to work for the company that publishes George R. R. Martin, I've spoken to him directly, and I know that that is what he intended. Mm-hmm. And as someone who, in future, will work for the same people who made the show of Game of Thrones, probably Northern Irish Film Industry, please hire me, I can confirm this is also what they were going to do in the show. 
Um, yeah. But they, they yeah. didn't have um, the budget for it. That's fucking bullshit. That's so much fucking budget. Pay me, please. Um, um, <clears throat> uh, next question from That's Amore of Green Jazz Dumpster in the chat in the voice asks, what is the strangest school field trip you've ever been on? So we didn't go on a lot, a lot of field trips when I, uh, I went to school just because, I mean, that shit's expensive. I went to public school. So uh, um, I don't know. Probably the, the one that sticks in my mind the most is when they, they just brought us to like this weird little like activity place where everybody gets a job and everybody like you work at a little a play company you get play money for doing your play job and it's supposed to teach you about being an adult with a job and you learn how to like sign checks and exchange money and i hated it it was you sure fucking live under capitalism buddy huh yeah prepare prepare for being an adult where you have to sign checks like, Jokes on them. I've never had to fill out a check in my life. I mean, but like, I'm, I know I am miserable. I know this entire concept of like an educational school system is to prepare the proletariat for being a malleable workforce for the but but that's just parody at this point. You know? And it doesn't actually prepare you for having a real job. It's nothing like that. Yeah. But it prepares you for being a cog in the capitalist machine. Fuck. Okay, well, so I'm going to say this one just because, like, I, this is, I was really little when this happened, and I genuinely don't remember if it's real or not, if it really happened or not, or if this is, like, some very, very old dream or something, but I remember (laughs) going to, like, a dairy farm or something, and there were, like, attractions for children. I feel like there was some sort of puppet or animatronic. It's all very, very hazy. Uh, but it sounds it was... likely, though, given the um- the American school system. Yeah, yeah, because like in the Northern Irish school system, we go to a dairy stroke London dairy farm. Hmm. It's a fun joke that maybe some people um will will get. Oh, dairy like D E R R Y. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, <laughs> I get you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would say the most impressive trip is that, like, like Argyle, I'm a public school baby um and not a particularly good excellent public school (laughs) system either uh but uh i would say probably the most impressive trip that we ever took was all the language classes that we did we had we had spanish french german latin and italian all the classes got to go to their country of origin Oh, yeah. um, in either their junior or senior year. So they did two countries, Italian and Latin combined, obviously. Um, uh, so Italian, so there was a trip to Italy and Germany every other year. And there was a trip to France and Spain every other year. So I took French and I went to France with oh. my French class. That was the most impressive thing. But in terms of strangest, so I... Uh, went to, I grew up in Westchester, New York, which is a county just sort of directly north of New York City. Mm-hmm. And there is a town in Westchester called Irvington, which is named after Washington Irving, who lived there. And Washington Irving, Irving's estate, Sunnyside Manor, still exists there. And it's essentially a huge manner of um, historical reenactment. So we took a trip to Sunnyside Manor and, you know, watched people make molasses and corn husk dolls. Oh, or, buggers. 
Yeah, it was it was cool, but it was also we also in in elementary school actually. So that was in middle school that we actually went to Sunnyside Manor. But in elementary school, we had like these um, reenactors actually come to our class and like help us do those things. And I still have my corn husk doll and the quilt I made, the tiny quilt pillow I made um, when I was nine years old in fourth grade from that. Oh, that rules actually, because like I'm a friend who uh, works basically as that, but for, like, prehistoric, sort of Viking, Viking-adjacent um, early Celtic civilization mm. stuff. And, like, she and her group will, like, go to schools and they'll be like, right, kids, let's build a Viking longhouse. And they'll just, like, do it. And it's just, Damn. like... Obviously, she's not working at the moment and she's really sad to not be working because schools aren't happening, yeah. uh, thankfully. Um, but, like, whenever she's normally working, she's, like, burying stuff in the sand so <laughs> kids can dig it up and be like, I did archaeology! <laughs> and, like, that's just sounds so fun. Aww. Yeah, yeah it was um, cute. But for myself, speaking of... Actually, speaking, we also had a Latin trip uh, where we got to go to Italy. Obviously, it was, like, much closer for us, so it wasn't such a big deal. Right. Um... But I do, I did go on the Latin trip, and we were in Italy, and an earthquake happened, and oh I God. did sleep through it. So nice. that was fun. It's my claim to fame that I can literally sleep through an earthquake. King shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, next question from Stephen Mershmallen, Stephen Mur in the Discord. What alternate dimension would you want to take a vacation to? However, to leave, you do have to duel your way out. Hmm. Uh, Pokemon World. What is Pokemon if not d- duel? Right? Am I right, gamers? Mm. I don't know yeah. if I'm right. I think. Sure. I think something like Animal Crossing. Really low stakes. <laughs> yeah. I just go to Pokemon World and then I don't have to leave because I have Pokemon now. Mm. I'm, I'm just. I'm having a fun time. Why would I want to leave? Oh yeah, I want to go to the alternate dimension where there's no global pandemic, and that I might actually have a better shot of becoming employed. Oh, The Sims. Well. Yeah, The Sims. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna say for mine, uh, I'm gonna visit the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, specifically IDW <laughs> comic Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh, Dan, nice. you're I an expert. Am- Reaching into the internet and shaking your hands for our preferred uh, franchise world being the IDW comic verse of it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Listeners, to learn more about probably the IDW comic verse, listen to Sonic Shuffle. I, I, don't uh, know I mean, we won't be getting to that for a very long time. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, listeners, for future knowing. Anyway. Um, now, our last question. Because uh, the rest, I do believe, is chatter in question chat is from that dreaded uh, in our Discord. If you could design your own version of Karibo, what would it have or be? Very done. Yeah. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh versus Yu-Gi-Oh if Karibo had a gun. Um, very easy answer for me, Mecha Karibo. Fuck, that slaps. The first thing that came into my head was Tentacle Karibo, I'm sorry. Karibo chow. You know what? Like an octopus Karibo, that could be pretty good. That uh, I think that has potential oh, 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 if you were chopped that. That's what, that's what long Karibo hey, you know looks how, like. You know how in like parts of the Caribbean there's Davy Jones and his like beard is a whole octopus? Yeah. What if like the Karibo but all the little hairs are little tentacles? That's Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, probably bad, but hor- chase your bliss. 
Eldritch Horror Karibo. Kathribo. Okay, so we have we have Peggle <laughs> just to be clear, we now have Peggle 2 and Kathribo. <laughs> Three of them. Three of them. <sighs> um have we all had a shot at that one? Yeah, yeah. I gave Karibo a gun. Alright. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. I think our guy Let's actually won that one. Up, do some plugs. You can find the entire ass podcast uh on the internet at uh at Pod of Greedcast on Twitter. You can join our Discord by visiting the simple URL of Kaiba.online. Um Don't look for our Tumblr. Don't <laughs> look at our Tumblr. i we haven't been on there. It's full of dust and Tumblr weeds. but personally speaking you can find us let's start with dan you're at the top of the discord order all right you can find me at a lot of places and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash mike underscore dawson with a zero from there you can visit my twitter you can check out the other two podcasts i do which are the sonic shuffle a random and holistic sonic lore podcast we recently did an episode on Sonic CD that should hopefully be up by the time you hear this. And uh, Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, let's see. We have recorded an episode recently, but I don't know when that goes up. So I'll just once again mention our uh, campaign of Get Your Game On, uh, a, a uh, Firebrands hack. Based on Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Yeah, my la- the last thing I want to bring up is at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. By the time this comes up- goes up, the closest holiday will be Perim. So, happy Perim, Xbox. Happy Perim, Xbox. Happy happy Porum, everyone. Porum. Got it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Happy Porum. That was not me trying to... So I just said what everyone said. Yeah, Purim. Yeah, Purim is the Jewish holiday of getting drunk and celebrating being alive. Another yeah, one. I, I just yeah. said what Dan said. Another another one of those Jewish holidays where they tried to kill kill us. We survived. Let's eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you meant by by we tried to kill us was like we drink copious amounts of alcohol, which might kill us. No. I get I get what you meant though. Yeah, I'm no, there, the story I'm with the you. story of Forum is they tried to kill us, we survived, let's eat. Or and drink and dress up in costumes. It's it's Jewish Halloween. Fuck yeah. Uh Argyle plugs. I'm Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to my other podcast. It's called Kamarocho Radio. It's about Yakuza. We just finished talking about Yakuza One. Fuck real, yeah. well, okay, so we didn't like the game like as a whole like for a lot of it but the ending was pretty good we liked it a lot mm-hmm. uh and we're, we're about to start talking about yakuza 2 my favorite game in the series uh which the first episode for that should be out by the time this is out so if you're listening to this go look at that other feed if you're interested and give that a listen uh and that's it uh cool. next up audrey Hi, I've been Audrey. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Optimon on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. I don't have any other podcasts that I'm working on at the moment, but if you're interested in hearing more from me, uh, potentially in podcast form or in 
other journalism forms, you can follow at The Reticulation, that is T-H-E-R-E-T-I-C-U-L-A-T-I-O-N on Tumblr, Facebook, and Twitter. To get updates about a website, I'm trying to launch with a very good friend of mine that will be highlighting and spotlighting LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. And that is basically it for me. Audrey, <coughs> I don't get your funny internet joke. Oh, you don't get Optimum on Prime? No, uh, I don't know what that is. So... In the, U- clanker. <laughs> in the U.S., Optimum Online is uh, an internet provider. Ah, okay. Everything and, makes sense now. And then there's Optimus Prime from the I, Transformers yeah. franchise. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, internet provider, did not know of that. I am Sarah McCostumes. You can find me everywhere on the internet at all places at Sarah McCostumes. I have two other podcasts. One is Never Believe It, an, in- an internet Fuck, Naruto D Watch <laughs> podcast. We are currently <laughs> employed. And then I also, which I need to edit this week and which should be up the first episode of it by the time this comes out, is Kvoth Killer Chronicles, a podcast in which we uh, sort of rag on Patrick Rothfuss a bit, but the premise of which is that we are reading Name of the Wind, the book, to kind of see if it's good or not. Because honestly, who knows at this point? Have you reached the it. consensus? Uh, nope. Damn, well, actually, yes. The damn, consensus I'm... is it's bad, <laughs> okay. but maybe we like it anyway. I was about to say, damn, I'm going to have to listen, but now I don't. And now I know it's bad. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, that is us. We've been Pot of Greed. We have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Pot of Greed to give us money. You get all sorts of things with that money, including bonus episodes, including listening privileges, voting rights, and at the $10 level, physical products. One thing $5 patrons get is shout out at the end of the episodes. Argyle, do you want to take it away a second time? Yes, our $5 patrons are none other than Noah Bennett. Riley Hopkins and Joel Thomas, and that's mm. it. It's only yes. three of them. we've got more ten dollar patrons than we do five dollar patrons, and that's just magical. Listen, they want yeah, their shirts. Extremely sexy of our listeners. Make. Yeah, <laughs> we are a noise space podcast. Oh, what yeah, did we mention? Uh, you can find us at noise because it's Canadian. Yeah, because it's Canadian. You can listen to other podcasts such as LMNOP. Wow, cool robot. <laughs> uh, City Girls Make Do. Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die. LMNOP. <sighs> hey, Audrey said that one already. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. Not a Royce Nightmare <laughs> no, okay. era. Oh, pod, re- pod recesses slaps. Um, as in podcasting is forbidden, forbidden in the Cloyd recesses. Yes. <sighs> All right, folks, well, I'm going to lay myself and my pussy face down in a sarcophagus and end my podcast. Um, yeah, there's no other way to end it. Yeah. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Peach. <laughs>